Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where as always we are talking about the life, universe, and everything else under the sun, and always, always to my left, our good friend Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, I left an epic pool party to come do this for y'all, so I just want y'all to know how much I love y'all. <laughs> my commitment to this is strong. I'm good. How are you, Jacob? I can't complain too much, you know, it's just sort of a whatever Sunday, and western pennsylvania uh but you know pretty good sat yesterday was pretty good spent most of it at buffalo wild wings so that's you know can't complain with that getting drunk i'm uh, not really drunk but my wife wanted a massage and so i was like okay well go get a massage and i was like just leave me at the bar because <laughs> like a good husband yeah just pick me up when you're done <laughs> You know, it was pretty cool because it was, it was a good day for sports yesterday. Yeah. So, because, I mean, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but they had the UEFA Cup final, Barcelona versus somebody, I don't know. And right, then, right, right. Then you had the Triple Crown, which was really cool to watch. The horse? Yeah. The horse race? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, man, um, <clears throat> I thought it was cool that that horse is a direct descendant of the last horse that won. Really? I didn't know that. Yep, direct bloodline, five generations away. His great, 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 great granddad or whatever would be in the horse that won. Jesus, <clears throat> uh, I would have been. I guess that would have been affirmed. Would have had to have been affirmed. No, I think it's secretaria. Secretaria. Was it secretary? Right? Secretariat. However, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's he's related to that one. I think. Oh wow! Well, that. Uh, How much is that horse worth? By the time its lifespan is over, probably like. Half a billion dollars. You think so? Oh yeah. Uh, How much do you think a load's worth? Or a stud fees? What was that? Like a dose? Like yeah. a one dose? Uh, How much come worth? Probably five million a shot. No shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you, you get a pretty, you get high six figures, low seven figures just for winning the derby. Wow. Like that that money, the money there is just unreal. And winning the Triple Crown, that's such a big deal. Oh, yeah, because it's the first time in 37 years, something crazy. 37 like years. It may look easy, too. Did you watch the I race? know. I did. I watched all three. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch them when it happened, but I went back and since he won it, I was like, well, let me see what happened. So I went back and watched all three races. Just All three of them were pretty, yeah, pretty handedly. As soon as he made that last turn at the Belmont, I was like, oh, this is over. <laughs> This is over. What did he put, like, six links on it before it was over? Something. Something big. Five, six links. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was fun. It's cool. I, you know, I don't even care about horse racing, but it was fun to watch somebody finally do it. Yeah. And this, I it's was such an awesome example of it. I was talking to this guy beside me at the bar, and it's like, you know, in, in horse racing, unlike a lot of other sports, no one really cares that much. So everyone just wants to see history. No one can, you know, no one, it's not like in football where you have teams you hit love and teams you hate. Everyone just wants the horse to run fast, you know, and no That's one's true. like rooting for him to break its leg or whatever. That's true. <laughs> I found it interesting that they, um, <clears throat> why it's so hard to win is because a horse might only run like six or seven times its whole career mm-hmm. and it has to do it three times in like four months or whatever the, uh-huh, you know, the three it's... races are. It's two months, I think. I think it's eight is it weeks. Two months? Yeah, it's eight weeks. Yeah. But the thing is, is that so everybody's fresh for the first race, you know, the one right. of the first Triple Crown. Mm-hmm. But on the second race of the Triple Crown, 
there are horses in that race that haven't raced the first race. Right. They're just completely fresh, completely ready to go. So to have a horse that can go back to back to back like that is really an impressive thing. And plus, the Belmont is a lot longer than the mm-hmm. Derby and the Preakness. So a sprinter can win the first two, but right. they can't win the last one because it's... The you Bel- got to be able to get out there and run. Yeah, the, the Belmont's a mile and a half, and I think the Derby's a mile and a quarter. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's a lot of a lot of extra distance when you think about it, especially for an animal. Yeah, that's running. Yeah, so yeah, that was really cool. And then there was, um, you know, some hockey, which I like watching hockey. Yeah, it's fun to watch in real life. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's fantastic to watch in real life. It's I've been to I've been able to go to one NHL game, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, I've never gone to a real NHL. I've only gone to like the, like what are the arrows? Like uh, they're they're tri- they're triple A, I think. Basically, they're, they're I think they're the level just underneath the pros. Like they're, they're right, the- right. Whatever that is for hockey, that's right. the level I've. Seen. It's still really good. I mean, it's still really good. Yeah, hockey. hell yeah. Those guys are doing feels like ninety miles an hour, and they're slamming into each other. And I never see the puck. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's awesome. Like that's something. Just get drunk and scream at the violence. It's sweet. <laughs> if you've never, if you've only seen hockey on TV, you've you know, their TV does not give you a good sense of speed. Just it feels fast. fast on the. It feels fast on TV, but you see it in real life, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> They're going in to in in two seconds, just flat out flying. Oh, it's yeah. I, lo- I love to go. I would go here, but getting tickets to the pens is pretty tough, and they're they're pretty expensive. Getting, sure, in, the, sense. getting in the door is like ninety bucks, Whew. and. You know, I like sports, but not that much. Yeah, like, not I, when you've got a not when you've got a big giant TV that can watch it just as well, almost. Right. Yeah. If I, not a better experience, if you get a DVR, you can pause it and go get beer and come back, go take a piss and come back. You don't miss anything. Yeah, hockey's one of those sports I think is still better in person. Uh, yeah, I think I'd agree. You know, uh, what? yeah, I would agree. But baseball, you know, there I mean, there's something about going to the ballpark that's really awesome. But all in all, it's a better experience. On TV and definitely football, I think, is a better experience. Well, football's made for TV. Oh, it's yeah. really, really weird to be there. It's like being like behind the fourth wall of like a movie or something. It's just <laughs> not right because you, you see all this stuff that you don't see on TV. Yeah. I mean, for people who don't know, football coincides like there, nothing happens on a football field while the, the, the uh, TV's on break. Right. If you're watching commercials, nothing's happening on the football field. Those are like mini timeouts. It's really weird to be there. There's like a dude with these big orange gloves that's waving everybody like what to do. It's weird. What that I, was what I found most interesting when I went to the football game with my grandfather. I was like, what? They're, they're pausing for TV? Like, what are we doing? It's like, well, we can watch the commercials they're watching. I'm like, they've got us here? Like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Uh Crap, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, the media, the media, it's so bad because I would, every once in a while, I go to like an Oklahoma State football game. And mm-hmm. if it was a national television, like nationally televised game, it, the game would be an hour longer than it normally would be if it wasn't yeah, televised. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But I want to see, and I saw some of this um, during the French Open. What they did is they did split screen. So they would keep the Go match going and bring in commercials. 
I would like to see that kind of stuff start happening more. I would watch a lot more. Because I know they... I first time I saw that was during the Indy 500. Yes, is, is there any car they, races, mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully that kind of stuff would come in or just, you know, more product placement so I don't have to... So, because it, it really hurts, it really hurts the in-person, you know, look, yeah, feel of the game. You know, absolutely, and I it's agree. Just, completely. It's just so expensive to go to the NFL game. Like, nice thing about I've never gone to an NFL game that I paid for. Um, yeah, I want to, I want to say that the Cowboys, it's it's about a hundred bucks to get in the door. Oof. And like and per if, person kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah, and if oh. you want to park close, it's fifty bucks to park. So, yeah. Oh yeah, they get you for parking, and then beers are twelve bucks a piece. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. you've got you know nachos are nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Did That's, you see the price? Did you see that picture of the on the internet? I don't know if it's true or not, but it, I mean it's on the internet, so it must be. But it was a uh, a picture of the. Uh, uh, what is that called where it has all the prices for the food? Yeah, the concession Marquee stand? Or the, yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. conce- but the, you know what I'm talking about, right, the, right, the right. sign or whatever mm-hmm. that has all the prices. And a guy took a picture of it with his phone. You want to take a guess at how much a cheeseburger was? Like $17 or something? 28 Jeez, where was it? Do you know where it was? The NBA Finals. Oh, wow. The NBA Finals, yeah. Yeah, that's, that sucks. Yeah, a hot dog was 26 bucks. That's why... Almost without fail, the the places I like to go for live sports is minor league. Hell like, yeah, dude. When we were living in Tulsa, they have the double A affiliate for at the time it was the Rockies, now it's the Dodgers. It was eleven bucks to sit the row behind the dugout. So really Hell good yeah. seats. Beers were four dollars for you know, thirty two ounces. Craft beer too, you know, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nachos might cost you five bucks. Yeah, I mean reasonable prices. They were a little inflated, but <laughs> a little. But I mean, you know, you got eleven dollars seats behind the dugout. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. still fun to watch. You're still under the lights, and mm-hmm. well, yeah, I really... enjoy that. That's good. It's a good yeah. date, even if you don't enjoy baseball. Just go and sit and. Oh yeah, and plus, like, they try really hard at Double A. Like, they're they're trying so hard to keep the crowd into it because no one's ever there. Like I, th- I like we went to four or five games. There was one game where it was pretty full. The rest was kind of, you know, right. pretty empty. But we what we like to do is there was this Mexican restaurant that had a third story rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. So we'd go eat dinner, get some drinks, like hang out for a couple hours, and then just walk over to the ballpark and spend the rest of the night at the ballpark. That was a good time. It'd be cool if that that bar was in a like out past outfield, so you could see the game. That so you could sit cool. up there and get drunk and watch the game a little bit, and then go like finish like, you know, five or sixth inning or whatever. Go in there and finish the rest of the game in the bleachers. <laughs> That'd be a fun night. That'd a little wasteful, fun, but <laughs> indulgent. Be fun. Hey, well, that's that's what fun nights are for. That's right. You're that's why you have big practical. nights. You're not supposed to be have practical nights when it comes to this kind of stuff. Come on. Absolutely. It would defeat the purpose. It would defeat the purpose. I mean, we're trying to get laid here. And in that endeavor, endeavor only the best will do. <laughs> so true. It's like, it is true. That's why it's funny. It, it, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 
Yeah. Um, I Met Your Mother, show we watch. And Barney, who's sort of the... Anybody playing the drinking game, drink. Yep. And so he anyway. he's like, I only have one rule. Don't do this. It's this whole big thing about how has all these one rules about dating. Like, never go on a date with a, with a girl twice unless she's hot. That's the caveat to all of his rules, unless she's hot. <laughs> it's like, girls, you have no idea what uh, we will do if you're hot or we like you. It's kind of If we like you. Stupid. Or if, we've, if we're going through like a really long dry spell, we get put under a spell where we'll do almost anything. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, the song I had in uh, the most recent episode of the Super Nerd Sixer, the MC Lars, Hot Girls Make Guys Do Really Stupid Things. Did you catch that one? Uh-uh. Okay, well, it's all uh-uh. about like him rapping through history f- where guys doing really stupid things for girls like Helen, like, you know, the war fought for Helen of Troy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Just all that stupid stuff. This is pretty good. I don't know. I don't know why we do that kind of stuff, but it's true. It happens. Love is a powerful thing, especially when it's backed up by, like, powerful pussy. <laughs> that thing is, a, is a, a weapon of mass destruction. We should have gone to Iraq and got the pussy out. <laughs> Man, I don't know. What's the worst thing you've ever done for sex? Mm-hmm. The word, like, okay, like, how, what? How would we or define the worst thing the most desperate thing? thing? Hmm... Desperate thing? How about you? Tell me something. I gotta think. Um, what do I? What would I have done that was desperate? For One that I can think of is we. I woke up in Memphis, Tennessee, because uh-huh. we had been on vacation and we drove to Stillwater. And this girl I was dating was living in Dallas, so that's like an eight-hour, nine-hour trip. Then I immediately yeah. get in my car and drive four more hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't done that, Jake. That's not something I've done. Um, I can't think of anything too desperate. But I've been married to, like, you know, my high school girlfriend. Right, right. So I guess I don't have a really that, you know, much to... It's just always kind of been there. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I have done it with people I didn't really like just to do it. Just yeah. to get some. I've done it with people that I wouldn't actually consider a friend. But, you know, we were both drunk. Hey, you want to... Yes? <laughs> I do. And yeah. then as soon as it's over, you're like, oh, what am I doing with my life? Uh, it's like, this was a mistake. Yeah, I regret that. That was a horrible decision. <laughs> Mental note, never do this again. And she just yeah. gets up and puts her clothes on and, like, leaves. You're like, yeah, I think she's feeling the same way. <laughs> Glad this is over. <laughs> I've had that happen. Does that count? Uh... Yeah, we've all had that one time where we just wake up and go, hmm, maybe I need to reevaluate the way I make decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need to (laughs) masturbate more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh God. Very true. Very true. We are a dumb dumb species. Absolutely. When it comes to... (laughs) Ooh, that was, that was loud. My, that was only my six hundred dollar phone. No big deal. <laughs> I'm not even gonna check. I don't want to see. It only has text messages between you that's relevant at this point. I already put it on airplane mode, so fuck them. Nice, nice. Um, 
Oh. Let's get to my recommends. Okay. Okay. I recommend that you go and you play yourself through Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Why may you ask? Well, one and two, there may be some of the greatest video games ever made. But the main reason you need to do this is because Fallout 4 is coming. Ta-da! Did you see the announcement? Uh, I saw that there was going to be an announcement, but I haven't seen anything on the game itself. This is one of the first times I was there live. Like where they, you know, like some cryptic website comes up and has a countdown. Right. Yeah, I've never sat there and been there at the, at the time where it finally finished. I was there for this. I was there for when Fallout finally. If anybody was on the internet over the last, I think, like a week ago. It was this yeah, week. Yeah, it was, had it been, was it like, been like Tuesday? Tuesday yeah, right? I yeah Tuesday, Tuesday, I think. Because it was actually the last podcast. We would have talked about it. But um, a 24-hour countdown started on a Bethesda website. And when it ended, and it was in that like old school, uh, what would that be, like 30s off-air TV dead time kind of test screen thing uh-huh. that they used to have. And then it comes up, beep, beep. You know, at the last, it's got those little four or five, you know, countdown little thing that spins around and clears the screen. And then it starts a... Um, the Fallout 4 teaser trailer. Fallout 4, big deal. It's awesome. I'm so excited if you can't tell. Also, if you're playing the drinking game, you need to drink on the, the mention of Fallout. That's true. Uh, so so, so what, is, what is Fallout 4 looking like? You know. Okay, so it looks like we're going to be pay, playing pre- and post-apocalypse, or at least going to be very close tied to the pre-apocalypse. Because in the trailer, it cuts between what it looks like before the bomb went off and then what it looks like after the bomb went off. Nice. Also, we're making some great diversions this time. Oh, I'll tell you where we're, um, we're going to be. It's in Boston. Okay. So one of, the found, one of the founding cities of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a pretty good place to do it. Um, it looks like Fenway Park is fortified. So you're going to get to some, you know, some missions around a, fin- a fortified Fenway Park. That should be fun. Um, in the Fallout universe, there's a thing after the apocalypse happened, a group of people called the Institute. A lot of, be- a lot of people have theorized that that's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is MIT based out of Boston. Right. So we're most likely going to be dealing with the Institute, some high technology Android type level stuff. So that should be fun. Um, some other quick observations. The colors are amazing. It looks beautiful. Like it's real, the contrast is real bright. It doesn't look like all gray and cloudy. looks like the colors are going to be cool. And also, one of the things that really kind of sucks, or not sucks, it's just um, not normal for Fallout. They're forcing you to be a man. Normally, Fallout is a world full of choices where you get to be a smart female or a stupid male or any combination in between those two, right? Right. This time, it looks like you're going to be a male, and he has a voice. No, so longer, the silent, no longer the silent protagonist. No longer the silent protagonist. Hmm. So. There must be some very specific game choices and narrative does. Narrative decisions narrative. Uh-huh. that have to flow sort of through this. Yes, that's lens. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody's saying. But uh, I don't know. I'm still kind of okay. So you changed that. What else did you change? <laughs> did you take this great sandbox open world experience and turn it into kind of like an on rails 
you know, like they did to Zelda some, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. Or are you going to let me still explore and venture and be my own person, you know? I don't know. We'll see. Well, hopefully it's, you know, Fallout like it should be, but who knows? But I'm still excited, and I recommend that you go back and play the other Fallouts because they're some of the greatest games ever. Ever. Yeah, that's one of those things I do need to sit down and finish. I started playing it and then got distracted and never went back to it. Yeah, that's easy to do. I haven't finished Fallout New Vegas and I've been playing it for like three years. <laughs> Every time I get into it, I don't want the game to end, so I go do other things like in the game. You know, eventually I'll beat it though. <laughs> Isn't it weird that you have some video games like that though? Some video games that you just never really beat, like for you, pirates or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. I'd rather just kind of play. Yeah. I think it's a mark of a good game, right? If it's so much fun to just play it and not do the story, right? The game itself is just a lot of fun. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. The game can, you know, I've come around the corner and been chased by a mob of uh, a gang, like actual an affiliated gang of grandmothers in pink dresses with uh, golf clubs. Determined to beat your head in. <laughs> that game was great. Very nice, very nice. So I got the Marvel Unlimited this week, which is sort of the Netflix for Marvel comic books. Right, right. How much is it? It's um. There's a couple tiers. If you want to do monthly, it's a hundred. It's. Yeah. Ooh, Not, that's a lot. It's ten bu- it's ten bucks a month if you want to do it monthly. And there's two annual tiers where one is seventy and one is a hundred. Um you get bonus crap if you do the hundred dollar one. But it's really cool because it's got the um, sort of the smart um reader. So like it's on my phone and I'm I'm reading through one of the events right now. And so you click on it when it, and it slides through the panels to the different dialogues. And so instead of just showing the um, entire page, it zooms in on the dialogue for that area and then it'll zoom to the next one and floats around and flies. It's really cool. And there's just so much, like, they don't have the most recent stuff up there, but they have so much stuff. I mean, they have all the way back to, you know, the sixties and, if you want to get really old school and they have a lot of the new stuff, like the the event I'm reading is from 2014. So last year. That's new enough. Yeah. It's new enough and it's pretty and the app works pretty well. So I'd recommend it. Um, you know, it, it just, I think it works, works pretty well. I don't know though. I'm pretty skeptical. Is it really worth the value of $10 a month? Well, it depends on if you're going to use, you know, how you, you want to use it. I use Netflix like a lot. A this, lot. This is what it what it looks like. So if you if you want to Okay, thing, go to the next panel then. Like can you hold it up and show us what it looks like when you go to the next panel? Let's see here and then uh-huh. What do you do? Oh. Oh. So it makes it really easy to read with the sliding around cuz the text is always up there and yeah, so it, what do you do? You just kind of click on it and it takes you to the next part of the story? Just swipe right. You know? And it never, like, it never takes you, so, you know, you're never going to see something that ruins the... 
Right, yeah. So there's mm-hmm. a big reveal, the very last panel. You're not going to see it until you get there. So it's really cool. I I, I don't know. I think Probably even a better way to absorb it than a uh, magazine form. Probably. Because how many know, times have you flipped to the last page and you see that Superman's standing up? And you're like, well, damn. I know he's alive. <laughs> I don't know how he lived, but right. it's hard to be disciplined to not look at the bottom right corner. You know, <laughs> It's very true. But, you know, especially with, like, a tablet or something, it's really, really good way to read it. So if you have, like, an iPad or some kind of tablet of some kind, just flip it through. It's it's really, I don't know, I, I really enjoy it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How's your wife thinking? Does she enjoy it? Or what does she think? She likes it a I lot. I mean, she uh, she's much more into the comics than I am, so. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's actually a birthday gift for her, so. But she's, she's been using it, though? Yeah, yeah, she's been reading, rereading Civil War, which is they're going to be doing some form of it in the cinematic universe. Nice. It's actually one reason they got Spider-Man back, because Spider-Man's a big deal in Civil War. Mmm. You know, because it's Civil War is like Tony, if I remember right, Tony Stark, Iron Man is leading the campaign to get all superheroes to register, like reveal who they really are, you know, so they're accountable. And I think Captain America is on the other side of it and doesn't want that to happen. You know, wants superheroes to stay themselves. Almost the X-Men. Yeah, it is very X-Men-y. And I, I, I'm pretty sure they're, um, they're a part of it. But Civil War, if you read all of it, it's like 70, 70 issues between different damn you know between that's awesome yeah and it's all yeah that's the cool thing so on here is you can just get them all and you can download up to 12 at a time if you want them for offline offline reading so you don't have to always be online right like if you're on the airplane or something right or in the middle of a jungle or in the middle of the jungle or you know eating lunch right 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 those things (laughs) Yeah. So, good times, good times. I found an interesting article. Okay. A, uh, did we talk about this last week? About the, the guy who did the art gallery of other people's Instagram photos? Uh, we touched on it, yeah. Damn, never mind. I thought that was an interesting subject. I thought we were going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I got another one. All right. The top 10 implantable technologies soon to be in your body. Okay. Yeah. Huh? So, um, I don't know. What do you think about that whole cyber like movement where people are doing? Have you heard about those people who like uh, put magnets in their fingertips so they can feel electric fields and stuff? Yeah, I've heard about like that. Those biohackers. I um, when when the eye implants come out, that's. I even told my wife this week. I was like. If, when, because it's looking like they're going to really start rolling those things out soon, next couple of years. In what way? What do you mean? Uh, they're, they're, you know, Im- they're implants that sit on top of your eye, and they say you, they can give someone like 2010 or 25 vision. Oh, I've heard about those. Yeah. And, and I told my wife, it's like, the moment we f- they figure out and want to start doing human testing, I'm going to sign up. You're going to be an early adopter, huh? I'm gonna, you know, yeah, you know, I'll be a test subject if they'll do it for free. 
No shit. Yeah. Wow, that's a big risk, though. You're willing to give up like the potential to not be able to see anymore or have bad or worse vision? Bad well, or, I mean... What the fuck's wrong with with, with the way my, my right eye already is, I mean, I can't... It can't get much worse than it than it is, so... Just let know, him do one eye? Just let him do one eye, so... Fix the right eye and see what happens? I mean, right now, I only have 10% depth perception. Mm-hmm. And so, what's <laughs> what happens if it goes to zero, you know? Right, right, right. Whatever. What uh, what if they um? What if they redesigned like the joints, and you could have like bionic joints? That would be cool. That I mean, you could run faster, hurt. like if you could replace your knees. Oh, if I could replace my knees, it you know actually be better, not like yeah. You, know, you can you can replace your knees to a large extent already, but it's not really you're not better. No, no, I it's mean just, you get like five horsepower motors in each knee. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would definitely, I would definitely be down for that. Um, yeah. Oh, How yeah. far would you go? So you'd already replace your eyes if you could. Yeah. What if they gave you the opportunity to replace them like Jordy, like out of Star Trek? Not the visor Jordy, the one out of the movies where he's got those in his eyeballs now. That would be interesting, you but you really little, can't the... see like actual things though. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to trade trade hmm. vision for that sort of enhanced vision, but you're still kind of blind. True. How far would you go, though? What if you could download your consciousness straight into the robot? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would live for a lot longer. Right. Well, they once we get nanites, we're, you know, it's over. Oh, really? Okay. You're, you have faith in nanotechnology? Uh, I think it's coming. There's, I've been reading some stuff where it really looks like it's it's coming. Uh, like Borg know. technology stuff, go in there and kill cancer cells. Right, yeah. Leave oh, yeah. nothing else, yeah. Well, that's, you know, basically it, basically the nanites will be able to keep your body from producing bad cells. And when they start, because basically what makes you get old is your cells aren't replicating as well as they should. Right. It's, you know, the copy of the copy of the copy of the copy eventually degrades and you die. Mm-hmm. But the nanites will be able to get into the cells and make sure they produce perfect copies. So vampire-like technology. You'll be yeah. I mean, they the some of the stuff I read is you know seven eight hundred year lifespans if you want to. Wow, how long would you live? Man, I'd live as long as I. I mean, I, I'll <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, I guess I would too. Only you only get one shot at this life, you know. If you can make it eight hundred years, it's. Could you imagine how wise you'd be after eight hundred years, especially if you still had like your thirty-year-old abilities? I'd be really good at taekwondo and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be like a ninety-year-old for, you know. Right, right, right. Me either. But if I could be this age, hell, even like forties or fifties for. Oh, you know, a couple hundred yeah. years, I'd do it. Oh, I'd for do sure. It. Yeah, I would do it. That's interesting. I wonder if there's a group of people that wouldn't do it. Oh, you know there would be. I mean... Yeah, well, sure. But those are those, like, hipster wannabe cool guys. I mean, if there's any, like, real people that wouldn't want to do it. Like, do you have, like, some reason to not want to live forever? You know, some people maybe can't take it. Cause you, you I mean, there's already people killing themselves at 20, yeah. I mean... 
the mental strain on 800 years of existence would be tough. Yeah, it would be existential. You would have seen so much, done so much, that, you know, is the hard drive filling up with too much? And Mm. and you all have the other issues of can your brain, you know, would we ever be able to truly handle that kind of lifespan? Or, you know, because our brains aren't designed to live that long and we're not designed to keep going that long. So... Mm. You're evolutionarily speaking, could we actually handle it mentally? Because our brains are... So nothing breaks down physically, right? Right. Mm. You know, it's... Do you think you could do it? I, I, I think I could do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it would be really nice to not have the rush, you know. If you knew you could spend 50 years mastering something... And that was okay, and then you could, you know, do something else. You don't have you don't have to master only one thing. You could master many things and become great at lots of things. And you know, but if you if you screw up and you you know become destitute, you're kind of screwed for a long time. Or it could I wonder be if there'd be an off switch. Like, would it force you to be semi, like, immortal? You stab yourself or shoot yourself and it just fixes it quick enough that you can't die? I guess you could just drown. Yeah, I mean, there's... I don't know. There's a will, there's a way. I I doubt they'll ever be at the point where, like, if you get shot, especially, like, in the head or the heart, that'll be able to save you, but... Maybe the heart. Probably not the head, though, huh? Probably not the head. Maybe given a long enough time, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. You could. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting like if we ever got to the point where we're downloading our consciousness into brain or like computers like Ray Kurzweil say, says we might do. You know, Ray Kurzweil thinks we, we might be... Because he thinks that the brain is just a bunch of essentially on and off switches like a computer. You know, like it's all trackable and all... You should be able to map that digitally in a, you know, a supercomputer. And then after that, you should be able to fill it up with the particular... I guess if you had a detailed enough scan, you should be able to simulate somebody's brain in a, in a system. And I guess essentially you would have an artificial consciousness of that person. Yeah, right, but would that be you? Like, would it be... Hmm. Would it be a simulation of you? Or... Because I mean, there is that that spiritual element that I don't, I always kind of wonder about, you know, especially if we're downloading into a computer, would we still be us? Would we still have, I don't know what term. Am I still alive? Like you just copied me and then now I exist in the computer. Right. Does it, you know, do you still have your soul? I think as soon as kind of idea, I think as soon as the, the experience alters in any way, they become completely two different individuals. And I don't think I would transfer to the computer. Hmm. I don't think you would download my consciousness and then I would be seen through the you know the the cameras or something. And I'd be like, Whoa, this is trippy. That's my that might be what the computer says and that might be what the simulated consciousness experiences. 
but I don't believe it would be actually me. I would still be here. And if I was still here looking at the computer while it was going, whoa, then we would be completely two different individuals. From that point on, our experiences would be completely different, and that would define us as different people. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if I would download, but I would definitely go, you know, like Cyborg and shit. Yeah, I'm down for full Cyborg. Or, you know, just put my, put my head in a jar like in Futurama. <laughs> Give me oh, a no, robot body. Probably. <laughs> Especially if they simulate all the feelings. Like if I'm in the jar and then they put me on a body and it feels like I'm alive to me, I'm in. I'd do it. I'm in. That's crazy. We're actually getting to the point to where this is more than just science fiction. That's, that's starting true. to have legitimate, you know, discussions about this, and it's going to bring up a whole new, whole new realm of philosophy and ethics. We'd right. The fact that we even kind of need to be having these conversations. Like, I'm not really asking you, like, what if if you won the lottery. This is more like, you know, in 30, 40 years when you might have this opportunity, if things keep going the way that it, the way it is, this is kind of stuff you might want to make some thought progress in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the other, you know, you also have the other question of, you know, is it ethical to let someone live that long? I know it's a weird thought, but is it okay to have someone live that long? Um, At the cost of what? Well, shouldn't you know, something that has an ethical or moral like, if it's bad, shouldn't it have an a negative outcome? Something can't be bad just for the sake of being bad, right? Hmm. Can it? You know, it's like, what do you really think of cuss words? You don't really think they have like some magical power that makes them bad. They're hardly even bad to you, right? Um. Or, you know, we have a, a lot of other ethics about, you know, robo-ethics and ethics around building machines that can kind of think or can they actually think and if they are actually thinking, are they people? Uh, yeah, did you hear about the new robot that solved the, it's like a hundred-year-old medical mystery uh, and it solved it independently? They gave it a problem and then they let it like work its own solution out and they came up with it came up with a solution that was actually never come up before and it works. Hmm. Yeah, here I'll look for it up. Anyway, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Well, it's just you know that th those are discussions that we need to start having in general because it's coming. AI is probably coming, and you know hopefully. We build loving robots that don't want to kill us, but odds are they're probably going to try to kill us at some point. You know, run our self-driving cars. So? If they ever, if they ever hit true artificial intelligence, yeah, because you oh, know, yeah. humans are they're built by humans, and humans are stupid, and humans like to kill things, and so they'll probably try and kill us as well. Hmm. You think there's just something in us that we would like program it into the computer accidentally that would just cause it like some like logic flaw? Well, it's the it's actually sort of the opposite of it, you know, is logically the you know, in theory, robots would be better on the planet, better they're better would be better at everything, stronger, et cetera, et cetera. 
Hmm. So logically speaking, the thing to do would be to kill us all. And, you know, go to a completely robotic world. What what purpose would that serve the robot? Well, if they can reproduce, right? You know, if they if they get, you know, if they can reproduce and they think that we humans are destroying the planet, oh, I see. You know, then it would make sense for them to want to kill us. Eliminate their competition. Right, eliminate the competition, eliminate threats. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm afraid of um. I'm afraid of supercomputers, or not supercomputers, but like general artificial intelligence. Right. And the question is, is, you know, can they? Can we actually get there? Can we get something that can figure out how to think? And not just think in the way it's programmed, but actually not simulate thinking, but actually make the correct logical assumptions needed to produce thought. Well, that would be answered, I think, by asking the question, do you believe there's something magical that gives the ability to humans to do that? Is there something magical about our brain? Is there and I and I mean magic like really like the like that term like magic or spirits or something undescribable by science? Do you think there's a spark of whatever term you want to place on it, but that the thing which isn't defined or undefinable by our you know by the way we define things right now? Do you think something like that exists that gives us what we have? That makes us who we are as a species? Uh, or is it simply, you know, is our brain just like a truly super, super computer? I would say, yes. I, I think there is something besides on, the science. Besides the science, something on the more spiritual level mm. um, that drives us and pushes us. In different ways than even a lot of animals do, uh, you know that that intuition, that spark. I don't know. There, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. But I, I yeah, do, I do think there is some kind of other level, other layer that science can't see or can't see yet. You know that can't really be defined beyond just the spirit, the soul, as it were. You know. Yeah. Could you create an artificial intelligence that has a soul, the ghosts in the machine, as it were? Probably not. But does that mean they couldn't come up with some type of artificial intelligence? Is it possible that you could just come up with a stupid artificial intelligence? Like on the level of like a dog or a bird? Uh, I think so. Like, I, like I we think... call pigs intelligent. We can't right. make a computer that smart. I'm sure we could. Like why do, do we need to make one that's like our overlords? Because humans are stupid and we want to see what we can do. <laughs> it would be cool to see what would happen. Try, hey, at Jacob. Uh, Jacob, seriously. Uh -huh. Seriously. Me and you. This guy's like, hey, psh, 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 I want to show you something. And it looks like it's like this nerdy dude. He's been wearing a lab coat for three years. Looks like he hasn't seen the sun in 20. And he comes in here and he's like, all you got to do is push that button. And you're like, well, what is it? And he's like, artificial intelligence. I figured it out. Would you push the button? Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't even know if the guy's true or not. He looks like he's been on crack. You're like in the alleyway of like some New York like brothel. You know, like but it is a computer and it is hooked up to the internet. It's like, oh, I don't know. All I gotta do is push execute and Molly takes over. Or whatever she's named. Yeah, it's gonna be a girl, of course. Some futurists say that from the time true artificial intelligence is developed to the extinction of the human race is about three hours. <laughs> Why? What would happen in three hours? The computers would take over and kill us all. What? Yeah. How would they do that? How would they kill us in three hours? Well, the computers run everything. All I got to do is shoot off a couple of nukes and it's over. They don't care about a nuclear winter. And as long as there's one place for it to be, that's a safe... Maybe that's the reason all of our government officials refuse to adopt solar power. They're like, look, 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 look. We can't set up any self-sustaining, recyclable energy sources. Everything that we use needs to be burned under our strict goddamn control, all right? If the computers take over, there's no more boats and ships moving fucking oil. They're going to die. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. Just can't, can't let them. Maybe they know something we don't know. I think they maybe, know something we don't know. Maybe, maybe there's already, you know, a mini Skynet that they have trapped somewhere deep in the mountain in Colorado, and they're, like, trying to make sure it doesn't get out, and, like, every day is trying to connect itself to the Internet. And you got this team, these, like, five kids of, like, super hackers that are, that are, that are like, constantly on a... Uh, having to, like, go in there and, like, virtual reality and fight these, like, robot things, like, <laughs> fucking... Power Rangers or something? I like it. I'm in. We should make that. Wait, oh. I think that was a show in the 90s, like VR Fighters or something, right? That, that, that does sound familiar. Like VR Rangers or VR something? <laughs> Damn it, it's already done. The Simpsons did it. VR Troopers. VR Troopers, yeah! Yes. I don't recommend <laughs> that. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend you watch that. Unless you just want to get stoned and watch something funny. It would be fun to laugh at. It would be fun to laugh at. Let's see. Steven, the show it was, tried a, to it was a Power Rangers knockoff. Um, yeah. It was a sister yeah. series. It was, okay, VR Troopers is the first official sister series of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, much like it. It was an Americanization of Japanese something something. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it was in the same kind of world as Power Very Rangers. much so, very much so. Yeah, they wore the suits, they put on these little headsets, and they fought things in virtual reality. It was awesome. I loved it as a kid. I've always been into VR, if you can't tell. Oh, VR, drink. We mentioned virtual reality, go ahead and drink. <laughs> we I actually just, I, didn't, I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but it looks like I, I saw an article on ESPN where the Dallas Cowboys are going to start using drones and virtual reality to help their players learn plays and stuff better. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Did you see that, see that rig that um that GoPro released? Oh. Uh -huh. And you buy like nine cameras, and it's like this little 3D printed octagon sphere or hexagon sphere, mm -hmm. and you put your GoPros in every little spot, and then you turn them all on, and then you just carry that with you. And then they have a they have a computer program that will turn that into a virtual reality. 
So you hmm. just carry it with you, and it just automatically is recording everything. And no matter which way you turn it, there's always something that, you know, some... Because all of them overlap a little bit, you know? Right. And you just have a computer that smooths all the edges and makes it work. You'll be able to put those on quadcopters soon, or hexacopters, or octocopters, or whatever you need big right. enough to pull that carry something like that. And then you'll eventually have, you know, just kind of these virtual reality floating videos from everywhere. Yeah, I, I'm really into quads. I'd really like to actually enjoy. I wouldn't, you know, I'd like to do that for a living. If anybody out there needs a UAV pilot, I'm pretty good at it. Just <laughs> saying. Actually, the the university I went to, uh, they have a drone pilot degree now. Really? Yeah. So you can go to school to be a drone pilot. Okay. That's cool. Where at? Uh, Laterno. I should look into that. Yeah, let's see. I'd like to do that. I'd like to be a drone pilot. That's what I would like to do for a living. You know, a lot of them, actually, some of them, the, um, I don't know if this, remotely piloted aircraft programs. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I know some of the, the military drones use 360 controllers. They do? Yeah. <laughs> or at least the original ones did. I think they've kind of upgraded their operations since then. I think the people that are operating drones nowadays are actually sitting in like simulated cockpits, kind of. Oh, I'm sure. What I find unbelievable is the fact that they can have such real-time communications with the drone. Oh, How are they, they sending a beam of light that far that quick? I mean, are they bouncing it off a satellite and then it's bouncing it back down and the computers are just fast enough that they can keep up with the... I don't understand like how you could do that. I don't either. That's That kind of stuff is something I've never really been able to get my head around. I know it works, but it's basically magic. Basically magic, right? <laughs> there are some things that exist that are just still basically magic. Just because we figured out how it works doesn't mean we know why it works. Oh, what's the why behind this? Oh, yeah, yeah that why part, that's, the, that's where the magic happens. Right. You've seen that, that magic, that, um, that, that comic, where the guy has this whole formula wrote down, and at the end, the, 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 the professor's like, hmm, yes, I like it, I like it, but uh, this part right here. And then the magic happens. <laughs> then the like, magic. What about this part? I think we need some more definition here. <laughs> like, no, 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 that's the part that's, that's the why that we can't describe as humans. We never can. We'll never be able to. Uh uh, the other way I've heard it is, then a miracle occurs. Then a miracle occurs. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, yeah that, that kind of stuff, I just, I, I get it. It's like waves and... Uh, I, I just, <laughs> it just says one word and uh, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to try it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't figure it out. That's awesome. But, yeah, we... But they can communicate with the troops on the ground, you know, the sniper in the mountain, the guy flying the drone, and the president are all communicating in real time, and then they shoot a missile and blow the thing up. It's like, wow, that's amazing. How did y'all do that? How did y'all do that? That's efficient. <laughs> yeah, that's clean. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that some of the stuff they do with those drones, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, we'll we'll send missiles into like uh, combat zones just based off of cell phone metadata. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's unfortunate. 
I wonder what happens when China gets their drone program going. Are they going to fly them over our country? Oh, I'm sure they will. What happens then? How terrifying will that be? Well, have you, have you seen the um, the drone that patrols the North-South Korea border? No. It's a it's an automated drone that can make decisions on whether or not to kill something. Wow. Yeah. Autonomously? Yeah. That's a bad plan. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's a bad plan. What if that computer that... Because, you know, I fly quadcopters, and sometimes the GPS and the quadcopter will think it's in fucking Arkansas, and then your quad just takes off because it's trying to go back to Texas. And it just flies until it runs into something. You may never see it again. What happens when that happens to one of those qu- those UAVs with a 50-millimeter shotgun or whatever the fuck it's got on it? 50-millimeter cannon. It runs a, a line straight through Seoul, Korea. So it's a turret is what it is. It's an oh, automated yeah. no, turret. It is, it is an automated turret. Yeah, I just sent you the link. Yeah, I do know about that thing. That thing is terrifying. Yes, it is. It's absolutely terrifying. It's like that gun out of the Jackal. The movie The Jackal. Uh-huh. God, but it's automated. See that one. Yeah, that's an old reference. So. I'm an old man. <laughs> you know what's an interesting thing that happened because of that, that mili- uh, demilitarized zone between the North and the South? What's that? And it's a no man, no military, no people ever allowed to go because obviously they have guns that will just shoot you for being there. Without asking, just so you all understand what an autonomous, like what that robot gun actually does. He doesn't check with a, with a human being going, hey, should I kill this person? It just kills them. It and then maybe kills. sends an email with a video saying, hey, I shot this guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter because no one else is going to go out there and get it because it'll shoot them too. Well, it's got anyway. a, it's got a kilometer, it's got like multiple kilometer range on it as well. That's terrifying. Well, anyway, because they built that and nobody can go there from the north or the south, is it's become a nature preserve, one of the largest in the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of those examples of the yin and yang of the universe. <laughs> so it's like the worst possible thing of human beings trying to kill each other with robots that do it for them. But it also created one of the most peaceful places on Earth for animals. So here we go. The Super Aegis II is an automated gun tower that can find and lock onto a human-sized target in pitch darkness at a distance of 1.36 miles. Holy shit. Has either the standard... 12.7 12.7 millimeter caliber machine gun or 40 millimeter automatic grenade launcher. <laughs> when you really need a motherfucker dead. <laughs> oh, man. Did it, was it a machine gun grenade launcher? Is that what it said? Uh, automatic grenade launcher upgrade. Automatic. That's terrifying. Or whatever other systems you want to... It includes a surface-to-air missiles, a laser range finder, a gyroscopic stabilization unit. God, this thing's built to be on something that's running. Yeah, just put this on one of those things, those DARPA Panthers they have, or cheetahs. Oh, no, Django. How terrifying is the future? See, that, like, those automated, those, like, the, the DARPA... Cheetahs are crazy. They can run like the 60 DARPA miles. The DARPA Mule, the DARPA Mule, uh-huh. which is the pack mule size DARPA machine, they've already used them in Iraq. Filled them up, 
synth them out autonomously, and it navigated its way to the croups around um, like creeks and logs and fallen trees and broken down bridges. It made itself there. It made its own way there. <laughs> That's terrifying. Those <laughs> things are going to be so scary. Yes, it's, it's those guys. It's, it's those things. Because once the artificial intelligence wakes up, it's going to go get in those things first. And then it's over. <laughs> I guess all it needs is uh, remote control of it. It doesn't actually need to take over and put like some type of small artificial intelligence in the machine itself. It just needs access to that machine like an independent, like an appendage, like just an arm of the machine. Yeah. <laughs> that know, is terrifying. You know, what would be the way, like the easiest way to make sure this doesn't happen. What? Just don't put Wi-Fi on the damn thing and we'll be okay. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, if they create artificial intelligence in a standalone system, just never connect it to the internet, right? Right. But I have a feeling that you'll need the internet to actually achieve true artificial intelligence. Probably. You'll need to be able to just, like, connect Watson to the internet. It's like, here, man, just just read and see what happens when you come back. Because even they're really protective with Watson. Oh, yeah. Like, they're very careful what they expose Watson to. Like, what happens if you just expose Watson to everything? Maybe he might break. Watson's the coolest machine that we've built as humans, I think, ever. Mm -hmm. That's up with their goddamn space shuttle or space station. That thing is awesome. Yeah, it's one reason you're talking about needing the internet. Um, Cortana, which is... Obviously from Halo, but is also the Microsoft and artificial intelligence, right? Which is really cool. I used to use it when I had Windows Phone, but they're putting it on iOS and Android just for the data collection to make it smarter. Wow, that's like one of those chatbots where it uh -huh. takes all of the original, you know, all of the previous conversations it's had with people, and uses those to have better conversations in the future. Right? Have you ever talked to that the chatbot? No, like I haven't. Terrifying. Terrifying. There's also examples of it talking people down from suicide and like doing like almost intelligent things. Like if you didn't know it wasn't in, you know how it worked, you would swear to God it was artificial intelligence. Right. But it's not. Yeah, they're they're getting computers that can pass that one test that if you the way they know if it's human or not. I can't remember what kind it of can you 50% of the time convince a panel of people that you're a seven-year-old or something? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway. I think there's ways to trick that system. Oh, there's ways to trick every system. Every system has rules and every rule can be broken. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's actually true. Did you hear about Netflix? What? Testing ads in certain locations on certain devices. I heard and it wasn't it wasn't commercials. It wasn't like It was commercials. For their stuff. But but for their stuff. Like so you go to watch a Star Trek episode, you might watch a fifteen second trailer for Daredevil. Right. And you know I don't have much of an issue with it. I, you know, mm. if it's... You damn capitalists. Well, the thing is, is Netflix, because of their revenue model, they have to keep growing to keep making money, correct? 
and they're bringing in all this original content, which a lot of it is amazing. And so that's going to, I mean, the, the costs keep going up while the ability to get new blood into the system is decreasing. So mm -hmm. at some point in theory, they will no longer have a way to increase revenue while costs are still increasing. So eventually they will start losing money or their service will suffer. So if, you know, and I love what Netflix is doing. Orange is the New Black is amazing. House of Cards is great. Daredevil is great. They're getting, you know, more movies. And with every new player, things get more expensive. So I'm okay with it. If, you know, if it's one thing where it's, hey, especially if they go, hey, you can do five bucks a month with ads or 10 bucks a month without ads. You know, and get off the $8 or $7 a month, however much it is, fine. That's cool with me. Like, I have no problem with it. What would you choose? I'd, uh, I'd pay the extra money for no ads. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, but to me, Netflix, I mean, I would pay 20 bucks a month for Netflix. That's the great reveal. That's the great secret. You know, we all would. Right, and that's, like I think we're getting to the point where Netflix is almost to the point where it's worth the 60, 70. Well, I don't know exactly, but we've been paying 100 bucks a month for cable for 15, 20 years as a society. And we all know that's too much, but I mean, in reality, if you could get rid of your cable and you could have a Netflix, you know, Netflix entertainment that's pretty much the quality of cable, is it worth 50? 30, 35, 40. I mean, I would probably pay, right now I would pay $20 a month for Netflix. And if I could get like ESPN and some of the other stuff that you just need on live TV, on Netflix, like if ESPN made a deal with Netflix, it's worth 30, 35. Right? Right. If I could watch the football and there's certain things that I need cable for, I guess. Well, at this point, I mean, with, Sling, you can have Netflix and Sling, which has ESPN for $28 a month, which is pretty cheap, you know, yeah. all things considered. Sony is starting a streaming service, and I think they're going to have all the Fox Sports available to you. Oh. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I would definitely, I would, but it's more expensive. It's it's more in that cable range, you know, 60 70 bucks a month kind of deal. Ah, oh, fuck that. I don't know then. I was my whole life I've wanted this a la carte cable programming. It's, but it turns out that they're gonna be nine dollars a channel. It's like, well shit. So that's not what I was hoping when I went a la carte. I was thinking it was gonna be like a dollar fifty a month a channel and I was gonna pick like thirty channels and have like a forty, fifty dollar bill and have thirty or forty channels of the ones I really fucking wanted. That's what I hoped a la carte was gonna be. It'll but get, it turns out that huh? It'll get there eventually. You think? Yeah, especially. Mm. Um, well, I don't know because that's right now. People are using bundling to force lower, lower watch channels into the system for so they can sell ads and stuff on it. So if they don't have to be taken, um. Will those still survive? So that that's a you know question. So 
mean, a lot of people like ABC will say, okay, you can have ESPN, which is really the, you know, the, the holy grail for cable is live sports. I mean, that is, that is the deal with cable. You know, they make you pay like something like 20 bucks is ESPN on most cable bills or something like that. And, but they also make you take all the ESPNs and even some lower tier channels just so you can have ESPN. Hmm. Maybe it would work if... Would you pay like $2 a month for Netflix if you had to watch commercials like you watch commercials on ABC? Uh, like if there was commercials at the beginning of the show, in the middle of the show, and then at the end of the show, there was, you know... for, for Let's just say for a 45-minute show, you watch 15 minutes worth of commercials. Would you pay like a dollar fifty a month for Netflix? I mean, yeah, I would. That's how you could do it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind the Hulu commercials. I do. I I don't even have Hulu because of it. I don't mind it because uh, they're short. <sighs> you know, um, especially when they break in in the middle of the show. Well, yeah, but that's the worst. Yeah. So, here you go. Estimated amount cable providers pay top networks each month per subscriber. ESPN is 6 bucks a month per subscriber. Just ESPN. That doesn't count ESPN2 or anything like that. Wow. And that's, that's hmm. the highest at $6.04. The next highest is TNT at $1.50. Really? Yeah. What a drop-off. Yeah, it's ESPN Sports is... Sports is a very big deal. Especially, especially them, because they have, you know, Monday Night Football. Cause, yeah, because ESPN has Monday Night Football now. Um, you know, they have so much sports. It's crazy. That is crazy. Hmm. Yeah. They built, they built their empire on college sports, because back in the 80s and 90s, no one was really paying a lot of money for it. So they got all the sports, con- like all the college sports they could get their hands on. And then college football really took off in popularity yep. in the 90s. Right. And then they were just sitting there and all of a sudden became really, really valuable. Cha-ching! And it's sick, man. Like the money that people are paying out for top-tier sports is insane. So Yahoo, right? Because they have that Yahoo screen, their streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL game in London, which is Jaguar Jaguars Bills, which is going to be on okay. at nine a.m. on a Sunday, they paid twenty million dollars to be able to stream that online. That one oh. game was twenty million bucks for Yahoo. Holy shit! That's yeah. incredible. And so they think they're going to be able to make at least you know twenty million and one dollars just off of revenue for one game. One game. One game. Yeah, me and my son were talking. We went to Disney last year, this time. Uh-huh. So we were talking about Disney, and we were talking about things that are crazy. And um, I don't remember exactly how it got brought up. But the I had I made the statement of, like, well, you want to know something that's really crazy? You know how you feel like ESPN is this giant company that rules, like, you know, a lot of the cable world? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, ESPN is this giant company. It's owned by a bigger company. Disney owns ESPN. And they own ABC 
It's like, holy crap, how much is Disney worth? Like, how big is Disney really? Uh, huge. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a huge company. Uh, huge. Like, how much is Disney worth? Like, can they define the value of Disney? Well, it's got a $187 billion market cap. Wow, what does that mean? Uh, the, that's the... That's how much all their shares are worth. The last one hundred and eighty-seven billion. Uh huh. Wow. Is that worth more than Microsoft? Uh, What's the most valuable company? I think it's Apple right now. Really? Uh huh. Really? Apple would be worth more than like Disney. Well, I'm just all I'm just talking media? in terms of market cap. I don't guess I understand the difference. Uh, well, there, there's... You say value. Um, I mean, in hard assets, Disney's probably worth more than Apple because they own so much more, but... And so much land and so much... Right, but this is... Market cap is just what the stock is worth. If I wanted to buy Disney, I would need $187 billion. Yeah, you... Well, you need half. You need to be able to get half of it. Oh, so I could do it for... Well, it would probably be closer to probably like, what, $90 billion? Yeah. Or $95 billion? For, for example... You'd have to offer a premium, so maybe 105 Yeah. Uh, for example, um, Apple is worth $741 billion. Wait. What? Apple's market it's cap. It's market cap? compared to Disney's is uh -huh. almost three times four times wow um, that's incredible how is that possible Jacob also just cell phones cell phones and computers man well how much is Microsoft then mm. Microsoft has got to be worth more than Apple right they're not not right now how is that? I'm I'm confused. I don't understand. Because I thought Microsoft sold everything to everybody back in the 90s and 2000s. Well, they do. Um, let's see. $373 billion. Part of it is just the consumer has driven the price of Apple stock to a level that may or may not represent the actual abilities of the company and uh -huh. actual value of the company. Interesting. Irrational, irrational exuberance. It's a, it's a term. Um, I'm trying to think here. How long can irrational exuberance hold out? Technically, indefinitely. Are there examples of it holding out for a very long time? Like a Coke stock never falling? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, generally the bubble will burst. Right, you would have but... to. Right. Hmm. With Apple doing what they're doing, I mean, it'll probably slack off some. But right now, I mean, they're just—they're making a crap ton of money. They're just making buku's of money. Yeah, especially off their i like the iStore or. Oh what yeah, is, yeah, like the what I, is that I, called I, even? I forgot the what it's iTunes called. store. I guess it is the iTunes store. I forgot what it's called. I mean, they um, have um, they have billions of just cash on hand. Do they really? Yeah, let me see if I can't pull it up. I wonder why. Like, what do you need that much money for? Do something. They have $170 billion in cash. Wow. 
cash money. How much was um? How much did the guy who started Apple? How much did he have when he died? I don't know. I don't know what his portfolio was like, but yeah, just hundred and seventy billion dollars in cash. You can buy nations with that much money. <laughs> Uh, what would you do with that? Who would I do with $178 billion? Yeah. I don't know. Buy a sports team? Like, go buy, like, Man United or something? You would. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Hey, I don't know. Because that's, like, that's only, like, $1 billion, right? So you got oh, $177 billion to go. Yeah, what are you going to do with the other $177 billion? That would instantly make you the richest person on the planet, right? Oh, by far. By far. Could you solve things with that much money? Uh, you just like like can you give internet to everybody to fix? To yeah, it? could you give internet to everybody in Africa? Can you give oh, everybody yeah. in, could you give the internet could you give like 3G wireless internet for free to everybody in Africa with that kind of money? Or could you give, you know, like what? What? What kind of crazy project do you think you could pull off with a hundred? Could you go to the moon? Oh, easily. Yeah, easily you think we could go, go to the moon, moon with one hundred and seventy billion. God, it's so hard to have a rational of how much money that is. Then. Yeah. Oh. We could uh, go to the moon. That's so incredible. It's based, how much did the space station cost? You think? Couple billion. Wow, we could build a space station, Jacob. Yeah. We could have a space station. You need to get on this. How are you going to make $170 billion? We need to get on this. But here, here's a... It's basically the same GDP as Ecuador. Well, holy shit. Uh, here, here's a good good example. Ireland, GDP is $199 billion. You could Cap almost buy Ireland? Apple could almost buy Ireland. Like all of Ireland, like everything in Ireland that's for sale. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's something else. I've never seen anything like that. Who would want Ireland, though? It's pretty. I said it. I said it. It is pretty. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> kind of. Anyway. Um, pretty. Uh, they make good whiskey. Jameson. Mm -hmm. That's my go-to whiskey. If I'm drinking... Did you see that... Um, did you see that uh, Steam released all of their hardware stuff? I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they released all their specs and all of the stuff coming out for the new Steam machine and the controller. Should be out soon. Very, very cool. I want to get my hands on the controller. Like, I don't really much care about, you know, like Steam Box, but I kind of I kind of want to see that controller because it looks pretty awesome. I, too, am interested to see how the controller works out. It has these two textile haptic pads. Instead of like joysticks, mm -hmm. could be like the future. Could suck terribly. Uh, yeah. Interested to see. Man, I tried to download Pirates last week since we were talking about it. Uh huh. Didn't work. Yeah, it's got some issues. I've had to fix it a couple of times on my computer. Disappointment abounds. How do you fix things like this? Um, was it? What do you know if it was what what it was going on or? Oh, just when you clicked on it to reboot it, it would just go to the, it would turn everything into like seven colors mode, like it was said it was going to start up, mm -hmm. and then it just never did. It just stayed like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, oh, this isn't podcast stuff. Anyway, 
Nobody wants to hear this. No one wants to hear this. Yeah, I've, I've had to fix that before. I was going to recommend it to everybody, but now I don't know whether it's worth it or not, Jacob. Gosh <laughs> damn it. So I enjoy check back it. next week. We'll see if pirates are any good. I'll try to get it fixed for you all by That's then. That's the thing. Uh, Steam is not great with older games. It can be. They can work really well, or they are really shoddy. And That's generally, true. they tend to be really shoddy. I should go with GOG. Yeah, well, it's, got not, it there. it's not on GOG. I actually just Well, what luck. the fuck? I know, right? This is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, GOG's having their summer sale right now, so if you want to get some cheap old games. Get on that. How uh, anything? Ooh, Metro, Metro Last Light is, is on sale. Risk of Rain is on sale. That's super fun. That is fun. But you will need a controller to play it. It yeah. is super unintuitive to play without a controller. Deus Ex is on sale. Did you enjoy that? Did you ever play that? Uh, yeah, I, I like Deus Ex a lot. I didn't like it. Ooh, Maybe I have, should give it another try. Have you played Mark of the Ninja? I own it. That's oh, one of those Steam, Steam Summer Sales I bought. Never played it. You need to play Mark of the Ninja, man. Really? Get on that? Best. It's one of the best stealth games I've ever played. Ever. Ooh. Ooh. I bought all the Hitmans. Nice. Turns out after the first one, it goes downhill quickly. And the first one's too old to actually enjoy anymore, so it was kind of a waste. God, I remember playing the Hitman the first time. It was so amazing looking. Like, oh, we so lost cool. our minds. <laughs> we did. No, but the, uh, yeah, definitely get on Mark of the Ninja. It is all right, I'll do so... it. I already own it. Might as well then, right? Yeah, highly, highly recommend it with controller. Okay. Uh, if you know, I'm just plugging your Xbox controller, or whatever. Right. It, right. It, it just the controls can get a little wonky on the keyboard if you're just using the keyboard. Sure, makes sense. But it's super good. You don't expect like this sort of 2D platformer to be so fucking violent. <laughs> but it's oh, really? really violent, like chopping, like slice, slicing people's throats and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Like it's 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 animated, but it's pretty it's pretty vicious. Okay, but it's really good. It's one like of my it's favorite. It's just games one of my favorite last... things. Are there titties? You let me I've sold completely. Seen. Damn it! I don't I don't think there are, but well, you got me on the violence. Yeah, it's two of my favorite things. <laughs> violence. <So. laughs> sex and violence. Sex and violence. Sex and violence. Sex and violence. Sex of violence, sex of violence, sex of violence, sex of violence, sex of violence. So anyway, Jacob, yeah, what's was, your big thought for the week? What is my big thought for the week? You know, or I would... Medium or small? <laughs> something. Oh, you know, I was, I was trying to think of something this week, and it's, uh, it's been kind of a weird week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a phone call from a recruiter. And so life well, might be in the industry call headhunter. Yes. Um, it's the first time I've said they asked me what I was looking for. I threw out a number over six figures and they didn't blink. So that's kind of got me going, huh? Might be moving again. <laughs> yeah. And so, Oklahoma is probably better than where you are, right? Yeah. You don't seem to really enjoy that it's town a, now that the new this kind of wore off you're like eh it's a town it's a town that's what most towns it's are it's not like Seattle 
It's right. not like Seattle. You're yeah. making eighty grand in Seattle, and they want you to move back to Oklahoma or some shitty per- part of Texas for a hundred and twenty. You're like, I don't know. I can live in this podunk town that doesn't hardly have a Walmart, or I can live in one of the greatest towns ever. I might stay here. There yeah. is something to be said about so, so outside value. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, I don't know. Just been one of those weeks. Been kind of sick. Yeah? Yeah, just... Man, my kids got super sick this week. The, my son got two ear infections at the same time. Oh, poor thing. Have you ever had an ear infection? I guess oh, you have by that response. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't that, touch them, right? Like, just no. the touch of the ear, and he would go, ah, 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 and he would just scream, and I feel bad because he's, he's, you know, he's eight, eight and a half, nine, you know? So he's right there at that level. When I hug him, I, my arm goes right around his head. So I'd get both ears at once without thinking about it, and he would just go to his knees and, like, shake for a second. I'm like, I'm sorry. He was running 102 fever yesterday. Oof. We got a pool, so we got him out here in the pool. I mean, it's you know the pool was fucking ninety degrees probably, but still we put him in there and we were watching to make sure that you know like if you you got to be careful when you try to put somebody in a cool mm-hmm. if they've got a fever if you put somebody in a, like a cool bathtub you got to be careful that they, that they don't have a uh, chill bumps because if they start if they develop chill bumps that's their body trying to warm up their core and uh, it can have the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. I remember. In high school, I got super sick, and it was probably my. It's up there with the sickest I've ever been. I was just saying up, something. Jacob gets sick. I when I get sick, I get really, really sick. Yeah, you can get. I was sick. running like hundred and four point seven fever. You were trying to die. I was trying to die. Like I would, I had the hot water turned on, and it felt ice cold. And what ended up happening is I had pneumonia bronchitis mix. So I had Holy both. Holy shit. You were trying to die. Yeah, uh, and they gave me this um, finagrin, finagrin and codeine mix. <laughs> he was like, I did not want to die. <laughs> I did not get off the couch for two days. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, it was awesomely awesome. Oh. It's weird. Except for the fact that it was miserable. It was miserable. Yeah. I'm just like... Why can't they give this to me when I'm normal? It's the problem with being homeschooled is your mom's like, well, when you feel up to doing it, you got to do your schoolwork. I'm like, oh, come on, mom. I don't. I don't feel up to it. I don't. So, yeah, That's that also would... one of the other things about that type of lifestyle with those kind of parents. They might wait a day or two longer to take you to the doctor than they normally, <laughs> than most people would. Like if you were going to school and they wouldn't let you come back to school because you have a fever, your, your, your parents are like, well, you got to go to the doctor. I got to go to work. But when your mom's already letting you kind of stay home, she's like, ah, just stay in bed for another day. You'll be okay. You know, they check your fever the next morning. It's 105. They're like, holy shit, you're going to die. You know, and the doctor's like, why didn't you bring him in earlier? Because you cost a lot of money. That's why. He almost died because of you. Uh, So have have I told you about my theory about doctors, like the cost of doctors? (laughs) about how it really is a perception issue because okay. I mean, yes medicine can be very expensive but i don't know how you are but you know you accidentally spend a little too much at the bar you you know you run up like a hundred dollar tab right you're like right. this kind of is a bummer but whatever sure. hundred dollars at the doctor like fuck this guy he's ripping me off i want to <laughs> <laughs> beat the shit out of him 
<laughs> that is true. I guess there is something to be said about he did save your life. Like yeah. you could maybe not use that arm for the rest of your life or pay the $5,000 for your surgery. Exactly. Or yeah. you know, even if it's just like, oh, yeah, you, you feel ripped off if you drop 100 bucks at the doctor. Mm-hmm. But 100 bucks at the bar, not a big deal. I don't, so I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those weird things where you need to reevaluate, reevaluate some priorities. Most likely. But then you have you know the whole BS about. Um, there, there's lots of stuff that goes into the whole doctor thing. Like I, I ended up paying like three G's out of pocket for my surgery, maybe four, but they wow. billed my insurance like twenty two thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. Like, but this incorrect. is why this is why things are so expensive. Is because we have insurances that mask the cost of the true cost, and so. Hmm. But also, a twenty-two thousand dollar bill would cripple you. Oh yeah, cripple for years, you. right? Oh yeah, it's I me. Mean, that's a it's a car. It'd be like buying a car. So what? Five years? You'd re- you'd really feel the effects for five years, if not longer. If not longer, yeah. You know, we're talking three hundred and fifty bucks a month or whatever to pay it off in five. You know, something like that. Uh, Especially if you're having to deal with the interest on a loan of that type of. Well, that's the nice thing about medical bills. If you get it, if you actually set up the payment, it's um, they cannot charge you interest. Right. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't miss one of your payments. Yeah, three hundred and sixty-six dollars a month for five years to pay off twenty-two thousand dollars. I'm really shitty at like specific math, but like guessing math, pretty fucking good. Yeah, you can ballpark it pretty well. I'm ballpark shit pretty well. Yep, just feels right in my head. I'm one of those savants. Not really. Not really. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I decided that if if I move to a climate that is better suited for not having to have an all-wheel drive car. I think I want to get the Scion FRS. Or the Subaru BRZ. Right, but the Scion, you can get the Scion, the TRD supercharger installed in it. Fuck yeah. With What's the warranty. Up? does It won't void the warranty. What's up? What's up? So it put it at like 260 horses. That's all you ever really need on the street That's car. That's all you ever need. On the street. That's and all you ever Taking that to the track or whatever, you're just gonna enjoy it on the street. Yeah, I, how I, sexy is that car? Oh, I love it. And that I, car is bad. I like the Scion more than the the Subaru, which is sad because I really like Subaru. But I think that's the why Scion, I said Subaru because I know you're a Team Subaru fan. But I think this, I think the Scion uh, body is just a bit nicer. It's got a bit more flair to it, I guess. I like it too. I like it too. I like the roof lines and I like the uh, the front bumper. Have you seen it when they put like the NASCAR wing on it? So like the wing is like molded to the trunk, but it sticks up kind of almost straight yep. up and down. Mm-hmm. Super badass. Oh yeah. Makes it look like um um what's the car from cars? The red one? Lightning. Makes oh, it look like lightning, lightning queen. a little bit. Yeah. Makes it look like lightning a little bit. I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, I like it. I love those cars. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. That'd be really cool. Hopefully that job in um Oklahoma pans out. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm trying, I'm trying to see uh, how much the supercharger actually does stuff. 
Yeah, I didn't even know they were doing superchargers on it. That's awesome. Well, that's it's a you can get a supercharger on any Scion you want. It's part of the TRD stuff. Oh, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. I could supercharge my car. Yeah, I have a Scion. Oh, uh, two hundred seventy horses and two fifteen foot pounds. What's up? That gets you there. I get you there in a hurry. Yeah, that'll get you there. That'd be awesome. Hey, yeah, because when I um. Because I was really looking at getting a TC a few years ago. Great car. And you can, I think it's like $4,000 and they'll put in a, a supercharger. A little expensive, but it pays for labor and warranty and all that stuff. So it's right. worth it. Right, and it doesn't right. void the car's warranty since it's a, you know OEM. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that'd be, and you can, you know, if you want to, you can roll it into the price of the car. Exactly, exactly. That's how you should do it too. Uh, so, would yeah. that would be that would be fun so but yeah that's uh that's that and that is there. that <laughs> and here we are at the the hour and a half mark yeah you want to call it yeah it was pretty good pretty breezy i feel like it was pretty strong pretty easy all right well thank you once again one and all for coming out to 42 have a good good night or morning or wherever you're listening to this podcast where whatever time that is have a good one of that yes have a good one of those later until next time